Hey, I'm Ani here. And Ellen. The Woke Mystics. Back with another episode. Here we are. We need yeah. like a little a little song, you know? I know, we don't like, <laughs> we, we try to do a catchphrase, that didn't really work. We try, maybe it'll develop at some point, I don't know. We need like a jingle. Back with another episode, that, you know, that's our little phrase, and then yeah. we gotta add in a little... Oh, song to I it. I know. We need to get a jingle, a jingle jangle. <laughs> that one. <laughs> um, yeah, but we are here today to talk about energy portals, which we have already talked about in the past on a past episode. Yes. But this is now the part two. Yeah. And it was a pretty popular deeper. episode. Yeah, people really mm-hmm. were vibing with it. So yeah, it's always good to go back and see what y'all like. Cause then we go back and we like are like, oh yeah, we could totally you know, expand upon this Span. topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's got a lot of curiosity. Yep. <laughs> What's going on in those portals? Yep. Um. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, a lot is happening. <laughs> a lot. Um, yeah. But just to give you guys a little brief overview from the last time we talked about this, what is an energy portal? Doorway in the physical world that allows you access to and from the spirit world. Mm-hmm. Um, it can rely on a vortex that holds a spirit or interdimensional portal. Mm-hmm. It is a large change in energy and frequency too. Mm-hmm. So like if you think about it from a science standpoint, if you were to like check the energy levels, like they would go wild. Woo, 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 yeah, I saw this that. really cool um, definition around like portals and it was like saying it's where the earth breathes which I thought was really cool like that was a cool way of thinking mm. about it like it's these little openings of like breath for the earth which I thought was really interesting I was like oh I like that idea yeah, yeah. taking breath I mean mm-hmm. prana is our life force so. yeah mm-hmm. yeah um yeah it you know technically is a place as four dimensional vibratory frequency um, and where the 3D and 4D merge can make an energy vortex. But little, um, just a little teaser, we're actually going to be going, talking about way past 4D today. Right. <laughs> so that's the, the portal time two, times two. Right, right. So if, everyone, if you start, if, yeah. No, I was going to say, everyone just like thinks of like only like 3D, 4D, 5D, and they don't think of like mm-hmm. all the other ones beyond that. Probably because a lot of people haven't like dived into an experience you said doing research for this, like actually explored that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you do get a little lost with this episode and you haven't listened to energy portals, part one, mm-hmm. go back and listen to that one first. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But just a brief overview of the type of energy portals that we can experience here on earth in mm-hmm. 3d mm-hmm. that kind of have that 3d to 40, um, and up to 5d mm-hmm. connection mirrors and water, temperature changes and light changes, location. So certain places are vortexes. We hear about like um, Mount Shasta, Sedona. These are places that we've also heard of there being uh, extraterrestrial landings. So spaceship landings, Mm -hmm. um, because they are high frequency, potent portal spaces, Mm -hmm. cemeteries due to the spirits, of course. Um, Ouija boards, tarot, spirit communication, Mm -hmm. um, altars, psychedelics, taking mushrooms, ayahuasca, monitors, Mm -hmm. TVs, computer screens, and also knocking three times, which gets into um, also altars and like ancestral work with mm-hmm. certain deities mm-hmm. that yeah. communicate through the three time knock. Three is a magic number. It just like, it comes up everywhere. Three wishes, 
three oh, knockings, yeah. three, yeah, all three is like that number that like just opens up things. So it's cool. I love it. I guess four is two because when we're recording this, we're just coming off of the evening of a 4.0 earthquake in LA. Yeah. At 444. Yeah. So, <laughs> and thinking about like the number four being representational of foundations and foundation buildings. So, like, to me, I was like, oh, the foundations are being shook, like, literally, figuratively, spiritually, energetically. Got it. Like, Noted. Like, everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, going back to Ooh. bed. <laughs> Noted. Going back to bed, y'all. Are you done? Okay. Are we done? There's not another one right now. Okay. okay. I'm going to go. <laughs> that was literally my response. <laughs> Yeah, I like, I just sat on the stairs for a little while because I was like, am I running to the table to go mm-hmm. hide under the table? Is that what right. we need to do right now? Right. No, I can go back to sleep. Okay. Yeah. It's like checking in with the earth. Like, are you done? Like, okay. All right. We're going to, okay. I'm going back to sleep. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. Um. But yeah, portals and the earth, the earth and the yeah. portals that, that are here, it's, ta- it's taking its breath from this like intense condensed energy yes. that needs whew, to break yes it'll be interesting to see what shifts happen on a collective level for people since that since that happened yeah we'll see how mm-hmm. it plays out in the next couple of weeks <laughs> yeah yeah definitely um so if you again need a little bit of a refresher on energy portals what we just went through really quickly a lot of the 3d mm-hmm. Um, aspects of portals that we experience here on earth. You can check out the first episode, some of this new info that we're getting into. <laughs> um, orbs, we hear about orbs. Mm-hmm. We talk about orbs. Yeah. We, they're most commonly referred to when you take a picture on mm-hmm. your phone yep. and see the sun mm-hmm. reflect a circle yep. in your picture. Little dots. Yep. You'll see them in floating spaces, things like that. Or sometimes people like, you know, you watch those ghosts, like hunters, just like story. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I took a photo in the house and there was this big orb by my head. It's like, oh yeah, spirit energy. That was a spirit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, orbs, when thought about in the form of being a spirit is the, are these like little circles. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen them with my naked eye actually before. Mm-hmm. Um I stayed at a, uh, like a hotel, but it was not a super nice one with my friend. And I like went to sleep and felt energy by the window. And I was just like, it's cool. I'm going to bed and woke <laughs> ignoring up, you. ignoring you, but woke up from a dream where this spirit was like trying to like get to me. And when I woke up, I saw these little white flickers mm-hmm. and I told my mom and she's like, oh, there was orbs there. There yeah. was spirits there. And you could mm-hmm. see them. And I was yeah. like, oh no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> said, I'm no. okay. I'm totally good off this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But they can also be uh orbs can be huge. They can be like, you know, we see in some sci-fi shows, right? Like this big thing just comes down on earth and opens up. <laughs> and that would be an orb that yep. you can get into, just like a spaceship. Mm-hmm. And it's at the size, the big enough for a human, you mm-hmm. go into it and it could whew, take you other yep. places, other dimensions of space. 
Um, so that is how we would travel out of our solar system and into another dimension. Mm -hmm. um, it's also the way that a spaceship would get here from mm -hmm. UFOs and extraterrestrials. Mm -hmm. um, so when we talk about the full galaxy, not just being our ecosystem, but also, you know, when we talk about like black holes, those being yep. access points to other dimensions, then we start looking beyond 3D. Mm -hmm. So 3D is where we live as humans on earth and we experience up to 5D. Mm -hmm. um, in 3D, duality exists. Mm -hmm. So we have that opposing force of like- Polarity. Polarity, yeah. Mm -hmm. Positive and negative, light and dark. Mm -hmm. um, that is specific to our experience here in 3D. Um, and then the 4D is, um, it's a place of communication between 3D and 5D, right? So that's where we are having um, astral travel dreams mm -hmm. or astral travel meditations, or we, if we're, if you're a medium or a channeler or just anyone who's tapped into your intuition, as you receive information, um, you're receiving it through the 4D realm into 3D from 5D. So 5D would be where all of your guides are. That's where Palladians are and their purpose is to communicate to humans, to remind us of our purpose. Um, and that's where our ancestors are. Um, yeah, all of, all of those things. And so then 4D, um, a lot of this information that we got is through uh, Matthias De Stefano, mm -hmm. who um, is one of the leaders in, in talking about his experiences with the full galaxy and remembrance of that. Mm. Um, it's on our hope and our wish list to mm -hmm. bring him on. And we've been in contact with his team, but we'll, we'll see. He's a yeah. hard, hard one to, to track down. <laughs> makes, I mean, makes sense. The makes stuff sense. he talks about is not something <laughs> that is easily accessible or accepted by people. So I probably yep. would be hard to find too. Find too, <laughs> right? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. So, uh, but the Galactic Federation, if you hadn't heard of it, is formed in 4D with Sirius and Palladians, which are extraterrestrials. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, he calls it the UN of the galaxy. Mm -hmm. um, and so they come together at certain points to have these meetings and the meetings happen within 4D. And it was a travel through time and communication through sound frequency in this, in this dimension. Um, and, and it's something that they used to um, be able to communicate between the Sirius and the Palladians mm -hmm. to bring them together um, to basically make sure that there is harmony within all of the different beings that exist um, in the different galaxies. Mm -hmm. um, and it's also the place where the work is done in 3D to create harmony within light and dark. So there's the nine lights and the nine dark workers. So the mm -hmm. nine light workers, the nine dark workers that are in 4D, whose purpose is to make sure that the work of the duality and light and dark stay within harmony on earth. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how well we're doing at that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know what our grade is on that one yet. I'm a little, con a little concerned. A little concerned. <laughs> Like we're destroying each other. We're destroying oh. the planet with global warming. Uh, the Palladians are deciding what they need to do with us. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, can humans continue existing? I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. 
Um, that is pending. So, yeah. And then, um, 5d is where most of our guides are that we connect with mm-hmm. Palladians. It's also the place of unity consciousness. Mm-hmm. So Palladians are in support of trying to create and maintain unity consciousness, um, which interestingly enough, three is the place where we have free will, right? Mm-hmm. So there's duality and free will mm-hmm. where some other beings and other dimensions don't have free will because it's just unity consciousness. It's that we're all the same. Yeah. Um, so it's like, there's pros and cons. You can make the <laughs> pros and cons list. Right. Like both 3D <laughs> or 5D. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I mean, how many of us, especially in the spiritual space, were like, take me back. I'm done here. This human life. I mean, we've got so many funny memes about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I have like, oh my goodness. I have a story about like this reading I got where they were like, basically you like which is true when before when I was born like I just I basically went back up like I dropped and then I decided to go back up I was like they had a like my mom had to have a cesarean section because like I crawled back I literally went back up because I was like I don't want to do this no I'm not going down (laughs) like I know what's out there and I'm okay and they're like um you gotta go (laughs) no you you made a contract yeah I'm like what (laughs) so I definitely have that moment like every day where I'm like why why <laughs> your soul remembers yeah it's in, remembers it's in my, one it of my was... stories it's in one of my stories yeah <laughs> oh my gosh <sighs> um yeah so 5d you know wouldn't it be nice to be <laughs> back there <laughs> yeah <laughs> where there's yeah. harmony yeah um <laughs> 60 is really cool because 60 are the architects of humans mm-hmm. So if we look at this in number sequencing, 3D, 60, 90. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. 90 creates 60, 60 creates 3D. Mm-hmm. So sense. the higher you go up, the higher the consciousness, um, the more there is that this oneness, right? So 60 is the architects of humans that made beings from its own consciousness to be aware of itself through the unconsciousness. So 60 created our, un, our subconscious and we are built by unconsciousness in 3D, meaning that we do everything to survive, not to transcend. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about this idea of like shifting from survival to transcendence, it's so that we can communicate and engage with the um, higher dimensions mm-hmm. Um because they literally sent us here. Like, did you send me to fail? <laughs> no. Like you sent not. me with unconsciousness, this unconscious thing in myself that's telling me I need to do everything I can to survive. Right. right. So then we talk about our root chakra and belief mm-hmm. systems that got us stuck in old patterns and we're trying to break them. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so if you decide to follow the spiritual path, you're basically just trying to break all of the survival subconscious in you yep. conditioning to get to Oof. this place. Of <laughs> it's literally returning back to your, your original authentic self, which is like this high vibrational being that's not yeah. like taken on all of the human, like <laughs> the human conditioning right. that's like stopping you from like succeeding in the ways that you want to. Yeah. It's a lot of work. 
And when we first start the spiritual path, there's sometimes this thing of like love and light, right? Like, okay, then I'm just going to go there. And it's like, no, actually the way there is through your shadow. Like (laughs) lovely. You have to go through the (laughs) darkness to get Mm -hmm. to the light. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the answer y'all. And I guess hopefully that's what's happening right now with our collective world. I think it's the collective think it's world happening. is going through the darkness to get to the light. <laughs> yeah. I mean, birthing isn't easy. Like that's what, like, no. you know, I, we're totally rebirthing ourselves. So I was like, a birthing process is brutal and it's violent and it's a lot of things. So mm. yeah, if we mm-hmm. literally think of that process, it's like, yeah, it's going to be harder before it gets better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then honestly, like trying to find out more about 70, 80, 90, like it just gets deeper into the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the information that I have is a little less specific for that, but like mm-hmm. higher states of consciousness or 60 mm-hmm. through 90. So they're believed to be only accessible after we have left our physical bodies, mm-hmm. but they can be accessed for humans through states of meditation, dreams, and with herbs, plants, and, and medicines. Mm-hmm. So people will talk about like, oh, I had a dream and I was just like, cruising through 9d you know um so in a non-physical state you can go there um and i think what that's also saying is that we can go to 5d with our physical body right right so like where the palladians are like we've had like if you go research interviews like people have um been taken to Mm -hmm. those dimensions like Mm -hmm. you can go there and come back Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not talked about in the public, right? right. Um, now we're going to be flagged. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're going to be like, oh no. Oh, oh no. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> um, but three key differences with 60 through 90 is perception of time, power of thoughts and feelings of oneness. Mm. So in 60 and 70, you can think of a location and be there instantly, mm-hmm. which sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's literally like, you know, all those movies about time travel that people dream about doing. It's yep. like, that's basically it, y'all. Reduce, <laughs> like the, reduce travel cost. Oh my gosh. Uh, the traffic is horrible. Now that the pandemic is like, people are reopening. It took me like oh, over yeah. an hour to get to my friend's house. And I was like, this is insane. <laughs> Compared to how long was it taking before this like, traffic like came 40 back. minutes, 45 minutes. Mm. Now so we're an like, extra 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, everyone's back out. I'm like, I, I did not miss this. Uh-uh. No, <laughs> this is the thing I didn't know. <laughs> uh-uh. No, I've got stuck in some traffic a few times. No. Too. Been mm-hmm. like Automatically, like the rage and anxiety just like comes flooding through the body. <laughs> can, I, can I just like close my eyes and be there? It's fine. You know, 60 and 70. We just need to harness those powers. We'll get you know? there. We'll get there. Um, yeah, no, I mean, age of Aquarius, like you mm-hmm. said, you know, we're we're, we're getting there with mm-hmm. age of Aquarius for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, 8D, 90, 10D, we can return to energy source and merge with others in our soul group and travel mm-hmm. in different galaxies. There we can move to higher consciousness or return back as a human. <laughs> no, you should see <laughs> so the face. Like, cool, we're just going to stay up there with our soul group or we can decide to come back, which is interesting to think of soul groups, right? Cause that gets back to oh, yeah. soul family. Yep. And when exactly. you meet somebody that you're like, oh, I, I rock with you up there. I know you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, what is funny too, to think about is like higher consciousness is up there. 
But some of those people that we know, they're like karmic, right? And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I know you. Right. So are we beefing up there too? <laughs> Probably keeping our distance, if anything. We're like, right. okay, you stay over there and I'll stay over here. I'll stay we over good. here. Okay, cool. <laughs> we good on that. Yeah. Yeah. Which gets us into like spirit guides have been humans before mm-hmm. and angels have never been humans before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those um, different, yeah, mm-hmm. classifications of, of different entities that you can communicate with through portal space yeah right um and then the last thing is just quantum uh past present and future all exist simultaneously Mm -hmm. and quantum is a way to help us um tap into these other dimensions so again a lot of sci-fi movies you'll see sci-fi movies that reference quantum techniques Mm -hmm. um because that is a way that we've been able to create and see how we can advance into these other spaces Mm -hmm. so if you could fold a piece of paper in half you have three points on it fold it in half Mm -hmm. that is the idea that you can get there faster Mm -hmm. so you're when they talk about like yeah how moving through quantum allows you to move faster it's basically how you can access another dimension or even on the same dimension access another point at a faster speed, um, which is really about understanding frequency. Mm -hmm. And we're kind of like somewhat babies at it as humans. So that's why it's like, oh, cool, do frequency work to try to get somewhere faster. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you can, but also the rate at which we're able to do it as humans (laughs) is not as much as we could if we were, you know, in 60 or 70. So, um, but, you know, also with the elevation and transcendence of our earth, we might get better at it. Hopefully, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that would also be like going through a black hole to another ecosystem. So mm. a black hole would serve as like that paper folding in half right. and getting to that other destination faster mm-hmm. where you go through a portal mm-hmm. to get there. So that's cool. kind of how it relates to quantum. And this is a tool, yeah, tool at accessing other dimensions and using the power of dimensions for us Cool. here. And that's pretty much the, the advanced course we have for um, <laughs> portals. I love it. I think it's really cool. I think it's something, I like it because it's kind of unknown territory or unexplored territory. Like not a lot mm-hmm. of people are like exploring it. So I think it's mm-hmm. something where it's like, yeah, it's just cool. It's like un, uncharted territory, you know? I like that. <laughs> yeah. A lot of space to explore curiosities mm-hmm. and have new experiences. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. Well, let's see, stories? Story time. Story times. Yeah, my energy work, my energy portal work is still, I think, in the 4D, 5D realm, but it's Mm -hmm. showing up in new ways, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, So I experience a lot of portals through interior and exterior spaces, I've realized, and the arts, like when I'm looking at art, like I've been going to museums more often, which has been nice because they're opening up again. And it's been nice because like no one's in there because I go like weekdays <laughs> and like, you know, hardly anyone's in there. So you're just in there. You have mm-hmm. actual time to like absorb the art and rather than feeling like you have to rush through to, like, to make space for other people. Yeah. Like you're not being rushed. So you can actually spend some time with it. So um, I've been analyzing more how art transports us to like different spaces and different times, especially through like photography and painting and like the 2D mm-hmm. realm. Um and yeah, so that's one way that I've been experiencing more energy portals and then also connecting through spirit energy, through ritual work and prayer. Prayer has become more of a consistent thing um, within my practice now. So I use more like Catholic prayers um, within my ritual work, which has been interesting. It definitely shifts some energy. 
Um, some space examples, I recently like rearranged my room and now it's definitely, it was already a portal space and I could feel that because of the big ass mirror that's in here. And then like also just the altars and it being a small confined space. But I shifted some of the altars around and made space for all of them to exist like within their own energy. And now I'm starting to see more prisms in my space, especially around my ancestor altar. Mm. Um, it's interesting and- to think about how um, they show up more in your space the more that you're, you uh, have had more altars. Yep. Like, yeah, to see the reaction on the other side. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I was like, I think it was on the spring equinox. I was, I, yeah, I had something scheduled and I literally canceled it because like, I just had this new like, no, you need to like take apart your altars and rearrange your space. And I was like, okay, so I'm doing that today, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, once, when I began separating the different energies that they could breathe, like it feels like they're breathing now. Um, I've been seeing, yeah, more prisms, um, more orbs in my space as well. Like randomly in the evening, sometimes I'll catch like little flickers mm-hmm. in like my peripheral, um, and especially around the ancestor space, like in particular, that one, it has a lot of energy there. Um, and also around my Ogun altar too, I've realized as well. Um, and I tend to cover my mirrors and my computer screen during like really intense ritual work because just there's a lot of energy in this space that doesn't belong mm-hmm. to me or to the people who are even living here, but from like previous residents who used to live here mm-hmm. as well. Like, you know, people don't realize the type of energy that they're calling into the space. And then that energy mm-hmm. tends to continue to live in the space. So I definitely co- cover my mirrors and my um, computer screen, especially during uh, ritual work now. And yeah, everything just feels like it's flowing better. Also, like random things are starting to happen too. Like on my altars, like things are moving. Like I've noticed, like I tested it out too, where like I had a crystal, I remember on my Ogun altar and it fell down randomly one day and I put it back up. And then like, I can't, I went to the bathroom and I came mm-hmm. back and it was like down again. And I was like, okay, so you don't want that off there. Never mind. <laughs> and like, I'm like, okay. And then there's been times where I like, I've meditated. <clears throat> my uncle's cane begins to move on its own. And I'm like, that's happened twice. Mm. So like random things are starting to happen in this space. So I know that it's just now a, a portal space. It's and a portal. Yeah. yeah. I was playing a doorway. Um, yeah. I was playing music for Oya during a, a ritual and like, I was nowhere near my computer, but my Spotify was playing. And I remembered like the song literally stopped and then an Oshun song started out of like nowhere. And it's not even on the playlist. So I was like, <laughs> okay, we'll just, you want to, you want to play that music. That's fine. We'll just leave it there. <laughs> I'm like, like I'm not no, even... you're, you're Ocean's daughter. Right. Like, we're it not, looks... we're not calling on Oya today. I'm like, okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> so, Is that know. like a, sh- a shifting of energy? Was that like to tell you something like, yeah, call on Oshun's energy today, not Oya's? Yeah, I think so. It was a, another, like it was a releasing ritual. And I think that it had to do with the heart space. So like Oshun's mm-hmm. very connected to heartbreak and like healing heartbreak as well. And so I think that that was when it was like, no, you need to call upon this energy instead of this energy. So I was like, okay, that's fine. So I'm not fighting it anymore. Yeah, there's just a lot of energy in the space. Um, and then there's a spot on my walking route on Laurel Grove that I noticed that every time I walk through it, I get nauseous or like things start to shift and move. And I noticed the last time it happened, the trees actually make it like an archway. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I think this is a portal. Um... <laughs> I was like, I think this is a portal space. Um, I haven't had the opportunity to like sit in that space and meditate there, but you definitely get a sense of vertigo when you walk through it. I'm like, oof, okay. That has a lot of strong energy. And it's also really close to the LA river spot, like where it goes through mm-hmm. the like Valley village area. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I can definitely see how this can be a portal. Um, 
another portal experience recently was the Huntington Gardens. So I've been spending more intentional time outside and they have this one area that's like a pathway for Greek gods. And mm. so you walk in and there's like a grotto kind of style thing. And it has like all these gods lined up on either side. But as you go through it, there's these statues of Pan, who's like the god that's connected to like the devil card also, which is interesting. Mm. So like passing through is like passing through the shadow energy. Mm -hmm. um and I remember like just that day that I was there that like in that specific area there's just so many like animal signs and like I saw like a rabbit and like a butterfly and then all these number sequences were happening on my phone and I was just like okay so this okay. area <laughs> right here is in particular is definitely a portal space um and then teaching more about like art and creativity and using your downloads as a form of art has really helped my um, attendees with connecting through other dimensions. So usually mm -hmm. I start the, the class like with general information and then I lead them through a meditation. A lot of them have talked about how the meditation really makes them feel like they're like getting a lot of intergalactic visuals or like they're astral projecting mm. in certain ways and other spaces um, and how it's been really supportive for them to like take those downloads and use them for their creativity. So that's pretty mm -hmm. cool that that's been happening. Like it kind of makes them the portal, you know, they're connecting back yeah. to their own energy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then, oh, this has to do with the constellation thing and me not wanting to come to this earth. <laughs> 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 so I was in a ceremony and then right after, like there was like, like the person who was leading it was like, I need to talk to you individually in a like individual reading. And I, after the ceremony, so I like, connected to him and he was like so your connection to astrology is connected to a past life and it's because you were a being who was a constellation on Sirius like one of the stars and then mm -hmm. you were swallowed by the sun so he mm -hmm. was like there's like this moment of he's like you don't like stillness and you don't like the dark and you don't like quiet for a reason and I was like that's interesting um so I've been challenged more to like sit in the dark and silence and doing that with bath meditation so using water as a form mm -hmm. to connect yeah and then I've been keeping goodie. like yeah. And then I've been keeping my candles off at night. Also, I used to like always have a candle burning. And I think it was because I had a fear of the dark a little bit. Um, but I'm trying to address the fears around silence and darkness. And it's also a way of remembering home, he said. So I thought that was interesting that that was all connected to like, oh, in a past life, you were swallowed by the sun on a star, just so you know. And that's why you're scared of that. I was like, huh, okay. So this mm. isn't like, I thought it was like a childhood thing, maybe like maybe I, I saw things in the dark and stuff, but the fact that it was connected to a past life and like being from other places and then coming here. I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, using three to connect to Eligua before ritual and prayer work by knocking three times to open portals um, and calling upon his energy through prayer. So like, even though they say there's no Orisha greater than another, there's always one we call upon first. So Eligua is literally the portal keeper mm. um, and using three, like even the number three being significant of like opening roads also within triangles, like the mind, body, spirit, like connection and all of that. I think that's mm -hmm. really beautiful as well. And then dream work has intensified since January. Like my dreams are, I used to not be much of a dreamer. Like every once in a while I would have really strong dreams and now I'm getting them way more frequently. And like, conversations, <laughs> you know, I'm, like uh, I'm like, wait, I'm waking up exhausted all the time. I'm like, oh, it's because you're busy. <laughs> you were busy you were yeah. busy like I'm showing up at friends dreams all the time now they're like you're in my dream and I'm like yeah what was I doing they're like you're doing some ritual I'm like yeah sounds about right um, <laughs> and then yeah example of like conversations coming up like from my dreams in real life like I was talking to a friend and he was talking to me about my plans and now like 
he he talks to me about plants all the time and I'm like you're not a plant person where is this coming from like and I'm like oh because you're <laughs> your other dimensional self and I had this conversation and now you want to talk about it all the time mm. um and then I was also told to keep a in a reading I was told to keep a glass of water outside my door for protection and then the following week I had a dream that there was like a child at my door and when I opened the door there was like her face was like rotting it wasn't me as a child it was somebody else as a child but I was like oh is this what I'm trying to protect myself from like noted so I've been like keeping a glass of water outside my door also more frequently so just things mm-hmm. in dream realm and conscious realm are like crossing over Merging. quite a bit now yeah and then I've been, yeah, continuing to connect to nature deeper, channeling through my art is helping with a lot of portal work. Also working with both, like we were talking about, you talked about dark and light. So working with both light energies and underworld energies has opened up the process so that mm. I can like receive messages and images without judgment. Like a lot of the ancestral, like in deity work that I do from my father's side has to do with underworld gods and goddesses. Um mm. And I've started to take on a different definition of what dark energy is and like what dark magic is, for example, and seeing mm. it as more of a form of like protection. Like you can call mm. upon it as protection to help you like through hard times and challenging times. And so like using that balance of both has been opened up a lot of work around energy portals and things like that. Cause you have to get rid of the ego judgment around it. So, right. Yeah. 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 In order to actually see it for its medicine. Yep. Exactly. So yeah, that's been the the update since the last episode. It's been a lot more of that. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I mean, the the deeper that your practice has gotten, Mm -hmm. the deeper that your portal work has intensified. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, So um, my second trip to CDMX was to expand with dimension work. Mm-hmm. and portals. I, mm-hmm. I, before I went there this last December, um, I remember just like having this question mark a lot. I was like, okay, so I know the work we do here as humans. And I know the work we do here as humans with the spirit realm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's cool. I got it. I see mm-hmm. it. Um, but what else? I was like, there's something else coming in. That's not the ceiling. Mm-hmm. There's more but I don't really know what it is. Like I've heard of course about extraterrestrials. I know about orbs. I know this stuff, but like, what is there? Mm -hmm. And as a number 10, who's always like, what's next? (laughs) Opening up the doors. What's there? Oh, okay. I see this room. This room is cool. Mm -hmm. I vibe with this room. Let's do it. Okay. But I want to go look at the other ones. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I started questioning a lot of what portals could do for us. Mm-hmm. And so I'm now at the place where I'm getting to play with portals in a different way of looking at different dimensions. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it is something you want to be prepared for and um, something that you need to like be cautious with because, you know, you don't want to just like boop, disappear. <laughs> just never come back right so um in preparation for that like that is a really serious thing like you know we had somebody uh, an Israeli ex-government official come out and say that you know that the extraterrestrials are real and the galactic federation is real and this wasn't new news but this was the first time it was said on a major platform like right that story was shared on CNN and like all of these major platforms and so it's, t- it's gaining more credibility than it was mm-hmm. before. 
for the public eye. Mm -hmm. And so now those stories are coming out more of like, yeah, we have sightings of extraterrestrials. Mm -hmm. And um, what he said was that it's not that extraterrestrials aren't here because they already are. Right. It's just that humans aren't ready for them. And that's what is why they've kind of been hidden to us because extraterrestrials have said, yeah, humans aren't ready for us. Like, yeah, they, they need to raise and frequency and transcendence in order to be able to even like not have their whole system just like shut down. It makes so <laughs> like, much sense. <laughs> you like see it, you see a, a extraterrestrial and you just go like, <laughs> right. Like system can't, can't compute. Can't, <laughs> can't compute. compute. Nope. <laughs> Nope, brain. And so that's kind of like where we see ourselves. I mean, and we've been here before, right? We had the 70s, like mm-hmm. we had these different eras, new age that have pushed us forward. And each time we get pushed forward a little right. bit more. And so, yeah, I started to have a lot of curiosity with that. And when I was in CDMX, um, I ended up having a dream of like, the um of like these extraterrestrials that were kind of trying to come and take me mm. and I remember waking up and kind of being like oh no no mm-hmm. not ready not ready mm-hmm. <laughs> and um and then I've had that sensation and those like communications like frequency communications um come through more frequently since then mm-hmm. I even had a dream where I saw us cohabitating with them so like one like you know got into a car and just like started driving. And I was like, oh, this is where we're going. Yeah. (laughs) This is, you know, and like in that dream, my brother was there and my mom was there. Mm -hmm. And like, I was like taking my mom somewhere and I saw this happen. Like it almost kind of looked like a, the car wasn't like a regular car. It was, um, if you were to go to a subway station, like where you would um, get on a subway train, but instead there was like these electric cars Mm. that were more individualized Mm -hmm. that moved on that system, which is kind of what Elon Musk, I think, talked about doing. Yeah. Yeah. So it is also interesting that we're in a pandemic and like the portal kind of that opens with that space and how the industries change. Like the last time we had like a huge pandemic with the Spanish influenza, like after that, the movie industry just like completely changed and what mm-hmm. we saw as possible. Cause like somebody that had an idea was able to maximize on yeah. um, the shift that is taking place. So yeah, I'd be curious to see how technology changes for mm-hmm. us. Um, but these are things that are kind of coming through this space right now. So yeah, uh, extraterrestrials. Um, and then through working with more of my portal work, um, I've had new portal techniques be shown to me. So like I use, um, Moroccan doorways, um, that Ellen made the the image for me. And I use that as like, I'll post something in it. And like, that is meant to be something that is taking you through a portal through a different frequency, basically. Um, and that has also moved over into like this. I have a certain pair of shoes. So a friend of mine sent me these shoes and she's like, these look like they're supposed to be Imani shoes and they have the sun and moon on them. How and then it said Moroccan st- inspired shoes. And when I saw the link and I was like, oh my gosh, these yeah, like, are the shoes that I'm 
those are the ones I'm supposed to get. Okay, (laughs) sure. I will get them. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of reminds me of like Dorothy with like the little like Mm -hmm. click, 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 like take me home. Yeah. Um, And so I've been wearing those and that has also helped with intensifying the the portal work. Um, And then uh, water is another portal for us Mm -hmm. tapping into. um, Oh, I've really been getting juiced up about tapping into the intersection of ancestral work and quantum work. Mm-hmm. Um, because as we know, like we've had, like if, if you listen to certain people talk about their um, elders within like ancestral work, they'll talk mm-hmm. about having experience already with extraterrestrials right. and working with them in the past. Um, I remember one of our guests, a boundless warrior, Miranda, she had had a post that was like, I think it was no 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 it wasn't it was an article that I read because once you start saying this word enough your phone you know listens mm-hmm. to you so it starts posting things I read an article about somebody that um was in the indigenous community and had like their grandfather or something like had had been ha- already having communication with mm-hmm. them so I'm really curious at the place where the ancestral work and the in like quantum work come together through portals because um it's the act of remembering mm-hmm. who we have been mm-hmm. <laughs> to also remember who we can be. Right. And so that's that mergence of past and future. Mm-hmm. And then the way that we access all of those points of past and future to collect the information mm-hmm. is through portals. Yep. And you're the portal. So, and you're, exactly. You're the, you're the present. You're the one. That's yeah. You're the here. present. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That gets to do that. So, um, yeah, one of our past guests and friends, um, Stephanie that we've had on here, who's in within Santeria, her and I have done some portal work together through blending ancestral and quantum. Mm -hmm. And with that, um, one of the last times we did it, some of the information I got was that, um, one of the next steps will be to be able to see holographs. Mm holographs of um spirits yeah past people basically being able to see them fully here mm-hmm. um and in a, in a holograph so you can see them you just can't you know you can't physically touch them right um with the same sensations but that was one of the things and then the second one they said was that going through a portal like a big orb mm-hmm. um taking you through a portal feels like being sent out um, flying in the sky through a parachute. Mm. That's like, if you imagine like flying in the sky, that is the feeling and sensation they said you get when you transport to Mm. another dimension. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting about that is one of my best friends, I ended up talking to her on the phone later that day. And she's like, Hey, I saw this sign. It's like one of our communication signs. She's like, so I saw it. And I thought of you because I saw it when I was driving. And she's like, and at the same time that I saw that sign, she said, I looked up and I saw like, it was like a raven or something like a bird. Mm-hmm. And then she saw somebody parachuting and coming out of a mm-hmm. plane. The and she, and I, and it was like, I talked to her at like seven and she's like, wait, when were you doing this portal work? And I said, mm-hmm. around four, she goes, I was driving around four when uh, I saw the yeah, person yeah. parachuting. Yeah, yeah. So she was like, she's like, thank you. I think you uh, took me with you. Yeah, that's cool. That <laughs> I was like, yeah, I probably did. Cause when the extraterrestrial was trying to come get me, she was the one that's that like was helping to cover up. Right. <laughs> the cover it up. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that was definitely um, you being there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, another cool thing you mentioned, Elegua. So mm-hmm. 
after um, Stephanie and I did that session with ancestral and quantum work, mm -hmm. and like that was the information I got about portal space. Mm -hmm. After that, I got in the elevator at her place to leave, and the floor that's the entryway to the ground level is number four. Mm -hmm. Well, I got in the elevator and I pressed four. And I went down and I opened the door and I realized I was at level three. So <laughs> of course. it, it took me to level three mm -hmm. and three is Elegua, right? The knock three times. But also when it was taking me down, I heard these noises. Like, you know, if you like hear, or like in a movie, like elevator noises, like it's breaking or something's mm -hmm. not working. Right. So you're hearing all these sounds and like, I'm kind of jiggling side to side. And I was a little nervous, like, uh-oh, what's mm. going on? Mm -hmm. And then when I came out, I was on the third floor and I was mm. freaked. So I yeah. got back in. I was like, well, I have to get back in. There's no way back to the fourth right. floor. So I got in and pressed four and was just like, please. And I like heard it jingle again. Mm. And then it took me up and I got out on the fourth floor and was mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm alive. And, uh, but yeah, Elegua was like, okay, you did portal work. You came here. And I literally, you know, in your dreams, if you drop down, mm -hmm. Um, it's like going down into spirit, uh, like your shadow self. Mm -hmm. And if you go up, it's like, um, going up to the higher realms. Right. And so it's interesting. Cause yeah, after that, I've been using my portal shoes and every time I go downstairs, the left shoe squeaks, Interesting. which is also, um, the, like when shoes like clack or squeak mm -hmm. is the sign of Eligua mm -hmm. yep. coming. So I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm not supposed to be going down and yeah. <laughs> need to go up. Yeah. So that was interesting. And then after I had that elevator experience, right after doing portal work, I ended up having a dream that I was in an elevator mm -hmm. and I couldn't get the elevator go down. And I was with people. And I told, I like said out, out loud to Eligua in the dream. I was like, okay, Eligua, like I see you messing with me. Mm -hmm. He's also a trickster. Yeah. So I was like, like, please make this elevator work. I mm -hmm. need to go to my next level. Right. So I feel like he was like, oh, you want to play around with portal work, huh? He's and the so gatekeeper <laughs> portals. Yep. So he came in and started having uh playing a little bit mm -hmm. um but yeah that that has been I'm like do I have any of my other ones oh yeah just like extraterrestrials have attempted to communicate through mm -hmm. um frequency of sound which mm -hmm. is through the fourth dimension of portal work Palladians I've had two readings um with different uh readers and they've both said oh, Palladians are trying to contact you. And this mm -hmm. was before I like really dove into my curiosity with portal work and was like, cool, I want to go back and like work with the shamanic quantum healer I work with and do portal work. Um, before that, I had these two readings and they were like, Palladians are coming through. They've been communicating with you. And I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. There was a point in time where that came through and I was like, no, we ain't, right. we ain't doing that. Right. <laughs> and right. now I've opened up to it and I'm like, oh, this is a, this is a part of the bigger puzzle that yep. needs to happen for the collective. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then a couple other ones. So after I did that, the last quantum round that I did in CD, CDMX, when I came back, I had this dream also, this reoccurring dream of walking and seeing a man pass me. But then I keep walking forward and then there he is in front of me again and he passes me. And so he just keeps repeating. Mm -hmm. And it's this idea that within quantum, we have multiple conscious selves. So there's other versions of us. And um, yeah, this idea of 
being able to have multiple selves in one dimension, mm-hmm. which is also more play on, on portal work. Right. Um, and then with Woke Mystics, as soon as I came back from CDMX, we were trying to look for a doc and <laughs> <Yeah>. for... <laughs> And for an episode we had recorded while I was in CDMX and they just like went missing. And uh, we were both sitting at the computer together. And I was like, as soon as we realized it, I was like, wait, does this have to do with the work I did in in CDMX? And Mm -hmm. as soon as I said it, I heard from the the shaman that I work with, he called me at that same moment. And I hadn't heard from him in like a month. And I was like, oh, this is part of that. Like yeah. those docs were not needed. And so they got deleted in some dimension. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was an interesting moment of portal work where I was like, hey, that, this isn't fun. <laughs> yeah. Something, something's <laughs> been opened here. Yeah. Yeah. Something's been opened and it, and it got, it swallowed two of our important, like it took like one of our most important documents uh-huh. that we've been using since the beginning of when we started this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then what I'm expecting to see more of with portal work is more activation and access through orbs to the other dimensions of 4D and 5D. Mm -hmm. Um, And also the work of quantum and transcendence Mm -hmm. and like seeing our collective come to this place of transcendence. More people are open to talking about it now. Like I've seen it more on like social media and things like that. People Mm -hmm. mentioning quantum, they mention it casually, but I'm like, oh, it's, it's circulating. It's growing for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's already really big in the science space Mm -hmm. talking about quantum physics, but I think the next wave is it being in the healing space and having it being talked about with quantum healing. Yeah. That'll be really interesting to see how that's taken too as a collector. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So anywho portals y'all. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's part two. Be careful. Uh, don't try this at home without <laughs> yeah. uh, knowing energy protection, right? Energy protection is really important yes. when dealing with portals. Um, I always yeah, say, knowing what you're getting into. Yeah. I always tell people like, if you feel called to, if you're like, gonna try and work with like portals like try doing like a little bit of crystal gridding also in the space that you're doing it in as well Mm -hmm. so that you put up basically an energetic fence to like negative Mm -hmm. or entities things like that yeah being very specific about what you're trying to access (laughs) yeah because when you open a portal anything can come it's a neutral place so it's like oh negative positive like dark it's all there yeah 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 Yeah, definitely Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I had a, a big, uh, eye-opening experience to that after my first, like, initiation into quantum of, like, seeing the underworld, Mm -hmm. and I remember driving in the car one day with my mom, and, like, I felt a hand Mm -hmm. touch, like, my leg, and normally if I'm driving in the car with my mom, and maybe I'm, like, a bit duress, like, my mom Mm -hmm. might put her hand on Mm -hmm. my leg, so I looked down expecting to see my mom's hand, and Mm -hmm. her hand was not there, and I was like, mom, right. I thought you just put your hand on my leg and you didn't. <laughs> and it was like, clearly there was this portal space that was open and like anything could come through and something yeah. like came through and I was so freaked. <laughs> yeah. And make sure you're like sealing to your, your space too, yeah. after you're done. Like if you're knocking in, for example, three times and you're doing ritual work or anything, making sure you're, you're knocking back out to close it out and clear the space, like spiritual maintenance, spiritual hygiene, still super yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. And also I think just like 
were tested mm-hmm. too. You know, like for me, when I had my quantum manifest or uh, quantum uh, initiation, there was like a round of testing I was mm-hmm. going through yeah. um, of of seeing how it's like being put through an obstacle course and like mm-hmm. learning how to jump through. Yep. And normally it's nice to have your teacher there with you and they like tell you <laughs> what's what is happening. Yeah. 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 Um, but like we're tested constantly through lessons, you know, to like shift our frequency and to bring in things that we're asking for and mm-hmm. heal karmic wounds. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, be careful of the tests that come mm-hmm. through with portals. Yeah. yeah. Cause it, as you said, it's a neutral space. <laughs> it's totally a neutral space. <laughs> like energy is truly neutral. Y'all like it is mm-hmm. all about intention. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Your intention with it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, being, being very conscious of your intention. Yeah. The and... reasoning as to why you're opening the portal to like asking yourself that, like, what is the purpose? What is it that you seek? You know, that's a very important thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my, the shaman I work with, he actually talks a lot about that with quantum of like, when I went to him and was like, so I came here to do portal work. He was kind of like, oh, cause <laughs> because <laughs> he's like, oh, because he's like, I've, as somebody who's in quantum, you have multiple conscious selves. We all do, but the more that you work with them, the more you're activating them and their power to be able to move and do stuff. Right. And so he's like, I've got to constantly be in check of yes. what are my other conscious selves doing? Yeah. Cause they're not always all going to be in agreement with e- with each other. Right. If you think yeah. of past versions of you, if you're like, oh, I don't smoke cigarettes now yeah but maybe I did 10 years ago yeah and that version of me that did might still be out there in another universe yeah so there's other selves of us that are making different decisions than the decisions we're making here so you have to be so like as much as you can like very intentional Mm -hmm. so that you're about your decisions right yeah definitely like I think that yeah spiritual work is like in general just like I think because sometimes people get into it because like you said, they just want to like bypass and get straight to like the light, love, light, higher self consciousness portion. And it's like, I mean, sure. But then that's also very ego-based spirituality. So you have to like yeah. start diving deeper into the other facets of it. And then, yeah, understanding the energy is truly neutral. So it will manifest. Yeah, and you however. can't get to the light unless if you go through the dark. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. And there's no fast ticket back out to 5d <laughs> no you're not here. at all not at all it's like you can't open it up and then be like you know what never mind it's like no once you hear you're here just keep going <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah there's no return policy on it y'all <laughs> ellen's like trust me i tried <laughs> i know there's been definitely been times as if i had a conversation with my dad and i jokingly say i was like maybe i'll give it all up and go back to my nine to five he's like you're never going back to your nine to five i'm like you are so right as long as you you're- know as long as Once you, know, you know, know that I know that you know. <laughs> right. Well, like that's the thing about ignorance is bliss, mm-hmm. right? Like if you're just moving around in an illusion, you can mm-hmm. just move around and like you're a puppet. And if they say move your right hand, you move it. And then but then as soon as you realize that it's yep. an illusion, you can't not unknow that information. Right. right. <laughs> so you're like, oh. Yeah, you're like, oh man. And then it's also like interacting with like people too, like like part of your spiritual looking to knowing that like some people aren't going to want to go down that path. Like they may mm-hmm. like be interested and curious in it, but like the level of dedication and work that it takes, like they also can get yeah. scared of and they're like, Oh no. 
Mm-mm. Oh, it takes a lot of work. Yeah. They're like, I yeah. don't want to, fi- I don't want to do that. Mm-mm. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> I mean, even like with quantum and it being able to speed up timelines, mm-hmm. it's like, that's possible. I've seen it happen. I've done it, but it takes a lot of work. It right. takes a lot of frequency work. Right. Cause the frequency has to like be mm-hmm. ready for you and yeah. you don't get to dictate when that is. That's nope. just alignment of energy. Nope. Yeah. So as humans, you know, we, we're used to instant gratification. <laughs> we don't like hard work. <laughs> we do not. So and it's like, dang yeah. y'all, but we got to do it. Yeah, we got to do it. We got to do it. Cause you know, yeah. we ain't trying to say the aliens, I don't want the aliens to continue to reject us, you know, like, <laughs> no, we want the extraterrestrials to embrace us. <laughs> yes. They've got some answers too, that we need, you know? So, oh yeah, they've got many answers. I mean, that's the thing. If you think about it this way, they're already here. Right. So we get to see them when we're ready. Right. You know, like. Mm-hmm. And it's not when we want to be ready. Because nope. even for me, I've been like, yeah, 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 I want to be ready. And then I'm, and then like when the moment comes where I, I sense it come, I'm like, oh, am I? Right. You know, like even when we think about like people becoming vegan, right? Like we kind of see it here in 3D is this kind of like, oh, that, you know, this class thing, because it's mm-hmm. become associated with class. Yeah. But really, veganism is also like, even in order to go to different dimensions, you have to be on a certain diet. Yeah. Because your body won't be like, you won't be able to go to certain frequencies if your body is not at that frequency. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Yeah. With with its chemical makeup. So that's part of why veganism is part of like this, a spiritual practice. Right. um, For other reasons than just elitism and what it looks like. Yeah. Um, and you know, and when your, your body's ready, like my body was telling me to do it for a minute and then I got it in a, <laughs> a spiritual a ritual. They were like, you need to do this. And I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> but it hasn't okay. been as hard a transition as I thought it would be because like, mm-hmm. I already was beginning to phase out certain things. And now this was just like, no, you're mm-hmm. actually officially committing to this now. I'm like, okay, noted. Got yeah. it. <laughs> happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's part of how we're able to um, shift consciousness Mm -hmm. and frequency. So the more that we do that, the more that we will become open to um, communication Mm -hmm. with them. Um, And also, you know, there's just so many different like this. It's it's such a topic within itself Mm because like there are so many different kinds of beings, right? Like on here, we only mentioned the Sirius and the Palladians, but like we have so many different species basically yeah and so and they all have different needs and purposes and desires like mm-hmm. we have ones that are light workers ones that are dark workers mm-hmm. like yeah they range mm-hmm. so yeah yeah anywho cool. all right well y'all. that's that on this portal talk <laughs> <laughs> if you need anything you know where to find us our website yes. thewokemystics.com and our instagram under the same handle and mm-hmm. we post graphics and memes and all the fun things are on there. And then Astrology yeah. SOS is still going. Our book is still out. So yep. there's the link to that on our website as well if you want to get your copy. And yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Till next right, time. Y'all. Bye. Bye.